Hello there. Welcome to this episode of Forest Ghost Conversations. This is your host, Anthony King, and this week I'm going to do a deep dive into the Obi-Wan Kenobi teaser trailer from Disney Plus Day. Before we get started, I'm inviting you to join the conversation with us. We can be found on Twitter at Forest Ghost Pod, and you can follow our page on Facebook. We look forward to connecting with you on those platforms. Also, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on your listening site of choice. And without further ado, it's time to gather around the campfire for some forced ghost conversations. All right, everyone, we are back and as I alluded in the preamble, this episode will be finally my discussion on the Obi-Wan Kenobi Disney Plus Day <clears throat> teaser trailer. Uh, I've been no, I've been teasing it for the last couple of weeks on the show, and you know it's only a minute long, and I, I'm going to guarantee you we're going to get a full-length episode of Force Ghost Conversations out of that little teaser. So we're going to milk it for all of its worth, uh, and and there is a lot to discuss here. So I'm very excited to get into all of that. But first and foremost, I just wanted to thank everybody for listening to Forest Coast Conversations thus far. We have gotten so, 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 so much uh, outpouring of love and support from our fans. We've gotten new fans over the past couple of weeks, um, and people have been reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts, giving us a rate. Uh, we've been getting a lot of engagement on our social media channels, especially Twitter, um, and it, it does not go unnoticed, and we are very thankful here, and it's just really inspiring to us to keep motivating us for future content, shows, ways to engage with the community. Uh, it's really inspiring. So from the bottom of my heart and from all of us here at Force Ghost Conversations, thank you. <clears throat> with that said, let's get into uh, our news portion of this show, which I've affectionately called Cloud City Gossip. And uh, it's, we have a, a little bit of Star Wars news this week. Uh, of course, we're getting into the holiday season. Um, so there, there isn't a, a whole lot coming out at this point, and especially with the Book of Boba Fett coming out at the end of the month. Uh, there, there is a little, little uh, uh, no man's land, so to speak, and a little bit of the news here. But we have been able to you know, sparse out uh, or piece out a few uh, of the important news bits that have come out this past week for you all, just to keep you up to date with all things that are happening in the galaxy far far away. So first and foremost, the cinematic trailer for the all-new Star Wars video game Star Wars Eclipse was released this past week at the Game Awards. The game will be set during the High Republic and features an array of impressive visuals. Now, we would be remiss, though, if we did not acknowledge the controversy surrounding the developing game studio Quantic Dream. Uh, and we here at Force Ghost Conversations believe in a safe, Star Wars community for all fans. Therefore, unless certain progress is made on this front, we will only cover the news surrounding this game and will not purchase or play it. Next, Variety is reporting that Amanda Stenberg has been cast in the upcoming Disney Plus series, The Acolyte. We have few details about this project, but know that it is set during the end of the High Republic era. Stenberg is most known for her work in the Hunger Games franchise. And again, also, please note that Lucasfilm has not confirmed this casting yet, so please take this news with a healthy grain of salt. 
however, Variety is a reputable Hollywood trade publication, and as a result, we trust their offering here until we have reason to believe otherwise. And then finally, this week, Bring Home the Bounty, you know, that uh, series, week-long, weekly series that Lucasfilm has been doing over the past couple of weeks, um, unveiling new toys, what have you, heading into the holiday season, um, has unveiled a slew of new toys, especially in anticipation of the upcoming Book of Boba Fett series. And these toys include new Funko Pops, Black Series action figures, a Boba Fett plush toy or doll, what have you, by Mattel, Boba Fett sunglasses, and as well as a neat replica of the Yoden Fountain statue that can be found at Lucasfilm's headquarters in San Francisco in honor of the studio's 50th anniversary. And of course, links to all these toys can be found on StarWars.com. So check that out um, for uh, for the Star Wars fan and in, uh, in your family or your friends, what have you. The holiday season is fast approaching. So uh, get on that if you want to, uh, you know, get to get a nice gift for somebody that it might be a Star Wars fan in your neck of the woods. Anywho, let's hop on to our main topic for the show today, which is, of course, the Obi-Wan Kenobi Disney Plus Day teaser. And of course, this uh, teaser was a part of the Grand Disney Plus Day festivities, which was essentially a long Twitter thread on the Disney Plus uh uh, Twitter account um, and and uh, the the Kenobi teaser that we'll be discussing it can only be found on Disney Plus. So if you want to watch it for yourself, uh, you you must be a subscriber to Disney Plus. But you might as well be a subscriber to Disney Plus anyways because there's so much Star Wars content that can be only found available on Disney Plus itself, such as season seven of the Clone Wars, the the Bad Batch, the Mandalorian, without saying, um, and uh, uh, all the movies. Of course, um, and uh, you know, just go be a Disney Plus subscriber if you want to stay up to date with everything that is uh, Star Wars. So, uh, we, uh, uh, you know, just some initial thoughts right up at the front here. Uh, I thought that this teaser lived up to the title. It's only a minute long, right? So it's, you're only going to get a little bit out of it here. But it really does tease so much for the upcoming show. And, you know, as a prequelist, a prequel fan, uh, this was my most anticipated for first look that, you know, I was expecting going into the Disney Plus day. So I, I as a fan, I'm very excited to talk about this. Um, and I hope that you all are excited at home as well. I mean, come on, it's Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's uh, one of the most pivotal characters in all of Star Wars. Yeah, his role in the prequels series, um, his role in as uh, the mentor uh, in, in, in uh, the original trilogy, and he knows his uh, the the seeds of Obi Wan that are, <laughs> are still spewed throughout um, uh, the, the 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 sequel trilogy as well. Uh, you know the the themes of, that Obi Wan presents about the Force and. Um, uh, what it means to be a Jedi are are still within, I would argue, the teachings that that Ray um, undergoes in uh, in uh, the Force Awakens, the Last Jedi, and the Rise of Skywalker. And uh, before I dive into the teaser trailer itself with my thoughts and reactions, I did want to pose the question: Why does a series get me so excited? I mean, why does the fact that I know that both you and McGregor and Hayden Christensen will both be reprising their roles in the Star Wars saga means so much to me. 
and I, I wanted to ponder this question a lot here just to, you know, dive into the, the you know, get deep into the, the topic itself here just to start. Honestly, I think the answer lies in the fact that it really does vindicate the importance of, of the prequels and their necessity in understanding the Star Wars saga. I mean, if I can be honest with you all here, I was bullied a lot as a kid for liking the prequels so much in the early and the mid 2000s. Uh, it was not it was not a safe place to be a Star Wars fan and to be open and honest and, and unapologetic about your love of, of those movies. I mean, for a while there, I had to I would define myself as a Star Wars sagaist uh, because, you know, it, it didn't necessarily mean that I only liked the prequels themselves, but it meant I enjoyed and appreciated their and and. and understood what they meant for the overall Star Wars saga and the, and the journey that that these characters undertake. I mean, if you look at it from a one to six story viewpoint, it's really the story of Anakin Skywalker and his rise, fall and redemption uh, over the course of, the, of those movies. And, uh, you know, that's changes slightly when you add episode seven, eight and nine. But it's really about if when you add that, it's about his rise, fall, redemption, legacy. Um, so it, it all stayed, the themes still stay in place to me here, but, you know, as, as seeing this, it just really makes me so excited that like now people are, uh, coming out, uh, as, as being fans for this, uh, and, and then that's the, the fervor for the, 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 the show is just so exciting to see. I mean, the people standing up and saying like, yes, the prequels are great. They, they, they have wonderful storytelling aspects to them. They're there's so much to take away from it in terms of themes and, and, and what to, what it means for, for us as humans that we can take away from these, these fantasy space, fantasy operatic storytelling that George Lucas presented to us. It's just, it's just very exciting. And I want to, I want to really take a moment there to just reflect on, I mean, come on now. It just brings me great joy to see that, you know, these guys were willing to come back to roles that had such a prominent place within my own upbringing. And they, they were honestly my real life superheroes. When we first watched this teaser, once it became available, I think about 11 a.m. Eastern time on on uh, on that Disney Plus day was that November 12th or something like that. At this point, I got really emotional through it, uh, and I got emotional watching it for you know in preparation for this podcast. It was it just brought me back to being the the eight year old that watched Attack of the Clones 300 times uh, over in the summer of 2003. Uh, it just it was a, was a very very fun experience just to have those feelings once again. Um, and it is just very exciting knowing that we're going to be able to see this series come to life in 2022, which is not that far away. I mean, we're almost, we're almost in it itself. Uh, we're, we're what at the time of this recording about 20, maybe 20 plus one, less than 20 days from the new year. So get, get excited. This is the time to get excited. And I'm going to keep, bringing this point up all the time 2022 is going to be the year of star wars there's so much coming out in in that year alone when it comes to you know the book of boba fett's gonna take place mostly in and and be released in 2022 kenobi's gonna come out Andor is gonna come out you're gonna get news about the upcoming movies and tv series that are gonna come out afterwards uh, maybe the Mandalorian season three comes out in 2022 perhaps you get more bad batch i i, I would imagine so uh based off of previous Lucasfilm animation release schedules, I would imagine probably in the summertime, you'd probably get more Bad Batch, uh, another season of that. So there's a lot to come out, but I think this is actually the most anticipated thing for myself uh, because of that. And uh, it's, it's it's great to see everybody and the excitement that is 
that is uh, coming to fruition with all this and that knowing that I was not in the minority liking these movies back in back in the day, right? I think people have learned to come to terms with things. They, we've, we, we aren't so critical anymore. We're able to accept things and just really celebrate the things that are really exciting about the Star Wars saga overall. But with that, let's dive into the actual meat of the trailer itself. And I'm going to talk through some of my play-by-play thoughts, which I wrote down while watching the teaser a few times in preparation for this show. And it really starts off, you know, once I get past the uh, initial logos and the Disney Plus thing and stuff like that, right? It starts off with the final scene of Obi-Wan dropping off Luke uh, at the end of episode three. And it is a scene that is really marked in my mind for several reasons. First, it is Obi-Wan's acceptance of his journey now to be a protector, a real guardian for the new hope for the galaxy. I I really enjoy that it pans over to, in the movie, it pans over to Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru then, who are staring off into the twin sons as the Force theme concludes the movie. It showcases their own personal journeys, both Beru and Anoan, showcases their own personal hero's journeys as as well, as, as those begin in this moment too. It just goes to show that life is about choices and each and every day we are called upon to partake in the great adventure if if we choose to hear its calling. Anyways, I am I'm, I'm going to try my best and not get too stuck in the weeds at each point in this in this teaser. But hey, you know, I, I'm human and I get I go off on tangents and all this stuff. So, we're you know, we do, we're going to do our best here. But then the, the teaser, you know, it, it goes into con- Ewan McGregor, who then says the fans have been waiting long enough and uh, couldn't wholeheartedly agree with that anymore i I know we've had this uh trailer or not a trailer but uh the the idea of an obi-wan kenobi movie since maybe 2016 or so i know there's been rumors in the past about who might be directing it who's involved in the process and then when we finally got the announcement that it's going to be a series on disney plus I couldn't be more excited. I want more time with this character. I want to dive deep into what it means to be a hermit on this uh, desert planet with purpose. Um, I, I really want to get into the mindset of Kenobi during this time period and what what keeps him motivated to stay true to his task. Um, so then it leads to some concept art of an older Kenobi, and you know certainly the sands and heat of Tatooine will take their toll. Uh, at the point of when the show is supposed to take place, it is midway between Revenge of the Sith Episode 3 and A New Hope Episode 4. And at this point, visually speaking, Kenobi looks rather different. Uh, you know, if you were to compare and contrast between Episode 3 and Episode 4, he, he looks rather different. And it's really nice to see the transition take place through the concept art. And I want to, I'm very excited to see what the, the makeup team does in order to like age up you and a bit, or maybe he is naturally what they would expect him to look like in this time period. I know it's been 20 years since those prequel films came out and we're allowed to grow and change as people in those time periods. So it only makes sense that uh, Obi-Wan will also age as well to, to reflect real life in the Star Wars saga. Then it moves to uh, Deborah Chow is the overall director and showrunner for the series who notes that it is a dark time for the Jedi showing concept art of stormtroopers and some sort of base. And, you know, it's, it's like, it's not, it's not a safe time for the Jedi 
it is not a safe time at all for the Jedi. They're being hunted down. The, rem- the Those that survived Order 66 are, are continually to be hunted down. It's not safe to even showcase that you have any Force-wielding abilities because you you possess a threat to the Empire. You, you being a Jedi alone, have, have an, and within you the ability to possess that hope, that hope for the galaxy that was taken away, that Emperor Palpatine does not want to return in any semblance, shape, or form. And it's just interesting that being a Jedi is one thing, but also being Obi-Wan Kenobi is another thing in its own right. And we're going to get into that a little bit later here because Vader comes into the series and I I have some thoughts about that. But I hope that we're able to see some of the precautions that Kenobi had to employ in order to stay hidden for so long. I don't think it was an easy overnight transition for him. And he had to be looking at every corner, every turn, being prepared for every eventuality possible in order to stay true to the mission that he had set forth for himself. And of course, then we get a the concept art of an Inquisitor. And for those that may not be aware, Inquisitors have been around in canon for some time now, going back to the animated series Star Wars Rebels. Essentially, they are Jedi hunters. And Vader, of course, can't be everywhere in the galaxy. And he's not going to waste his time with every single report that someone is a Force user in the galaxy. In terms of a logistical standpoint, I think it's smart that the Empire has them in place. But overall, for the series, I also think that it is smart and appropriate that they are involved, and it is a nice canon connection. And I hope that if you're inspired by this series and you want to know more about them, that you'll check out their roles in Star Wars Rebels, the Charles Soule um, Vader comic series, and so on and so forth. They're they're a very interesting band of uh, band of dark side users. So then, after that, they note that Kenobi's first directive is, of course, protecting Luke. Deborah Chow then says the interesting interesting thing is where it goes from there. And if I can speculate a little responsibly here, I would imagine that it means Kenobi is leaving Tatooine at some point in the series. Perhaps he is caught by an Inquisitor and needs to be seen elsewhere in order to distract them from potentially finding Luke. I don't know. I'm intrigued to see where he may go as a result if he indeed does have to leave the planet, which I'm again, I'm I'm speculating entirely for. And then, you know, we get back to the Vader breathing sound and Ewan speaks pretty candidly about how beautiful it is that the series brought back him together with Hayden, who, of course, plays Darth Vader, a.k.a. Anakin Skywalker. Deborah Chaladin says... They couldn't tell the story of Obi-Wan Kenobi without addressing Anakin or Vader. I couldn't agree more. Their stories are intertwined. I imagine that Kenobi was probably target number one for Vader. It was most likely an obsession for him. As he was like, I would imagine if I were Vader, I would probably have directed all of my hate and anger into him. You need to have, you know, he probably scapegoated him for causing all the problems that that Anakin felt at the end of episode three, putting him in the suit, losing Padme, uh, being a shell of his former self. I think it may give some credence to the line in episode six that Vader eventually says to Luke in regards to his potential return to the light, where he says, Obi-Wan wants thought as you do. Maybe we'll see that come to pass in some shape, way, shape, or form. Perhaps Obi-Wan may try to reach him, reach his lost Padawan again one last time. I don't know. The thought is certainly enticing to me, and I hope to see that it is explored at some point. 
but uh, while that's being talked about, I, I I got very excited and giddy about the fact that we saw some concept art of Vader in his castle once more. And uh, if you saw Rogue One, a Star Wars story, you know that you know, that's where we're first introduced to it, and we've seen it a bit more explored and how it came to be in the Charles Soule Darth Vader comic series, which I cannot highly recommend enough. That is one of the best things that have come out in Star Wars. I would argue in the Disney era. And I hope that we get to see that location once more. I hope it's just not a tease in the concept art. I hope it comes out to pass and comes out to be. Um, give me more in, in uh, the Vader castle. I just love the concept of it overall and what it does for the Star Wars mythology overall. Hey, yo, let's 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 see more of it. Uh, and of course, you know, they're just not going to have a conversation together. I don't think uh, they teased the, the potential showdown again between Kenobi and Vader, which almost in my mind, it isn't a potential. It's going to happen. I would love to see a round two between them. Uh, Vader, I wanted to find, I know in the post-Last Jedi era, people really were calling Kylo Ren, you know, Kylo Ren Unchained. You know, who uh, once uh, Emperor, uh, not Emperor Snoke, but uh, Supreme Leader Snoke is out of the way. Uh, and he's theoretically taken over the First Order. People referred to Kylo Ren as being unchained at that point. But I think at this point, Vader is certainly going to be unchained and it gives me goosebumps just thinking about it. He's going to be, he talk about a true purpose that it, he wants to let out all that hate, anger, frustration, everything that was pumped up within him over the last nine, 10 years. He's, he's going to let it all out. He's going to let it all out on that battlefield. And just to think about the possibility of what, how the, the great, the action sequences is. I know in the teaser, they highlight the, the, uh, the, the, the behind the scenes kind of work that Ewan was doing in prepping for his uh, for for this lightsaber action that's going to take place in the series, and uh, the, the guy, I would imagine they have to live up to some of the hype and height of the uh, of what they did in the prequel movies, uh, especially uh, all the great martial arts work that they employed in that. You know, they're not gonna not gonna skimp on us anywhere there. So I'm very excited to see what what comes to be in terms of what this fight and overall what it means for the story. I think the Anakin Obi-Wan fight in episode three is probably some of the most juicy stuff in terms of mythology because they not only fight, but they also have a conversation with each other and it's some deep intellectual thoughts with each other. We might have to do a deep dive discussion into that one of these days uh, in the coming weeks of this podcast, but there's a, you know, there's a lot to, to break down on all that. So I think that is going to be a, a, a lot overall, uh, of what the, the story is going to lead to. That's probably going to be the climax, I would imagine, of the, of the series. So imagine, I think it's a four-episode series or so, so maybe maybe episode four is what you can expect to have that little, like, uh, maybe maybe it's not little, maybe it's a long, long, drawn-out affair battle. I would love to see it. Finally, the teaser ends with the Obi-Wan Kenobi title card and the announcement that it'll be coming in 2022, just a few short weeks away, but who knows when it's actually going to come out in in the year itself overall. Just for some final thoughts on the teaser overall, I do like that it gives us just enough to get super excited for the show while giving us literally the absolute minimum in regards to story details, cast, plot, etc. If I were to guess, you know, maybe a full story trailer will come out sometime in 2022, perhaps closer to when the series premieres, maybe a month or so out. The Book of Boba Fett followed a similar model, um, so I would imagine that they'll do the same thing. But 
overall, I think the teaser does exactly what it set out to do. It satiates the fans' appetite. It leaves behind some nuggets for discussion, like we basically did on this podcast here. I told you we'd get a full episode out of this. And it reminds us that the series will be coming out soon, so just be patient. Patience is gonna it's, it's a virtue in this matter. Just be patient. We've waited so long for this, we can wait a little longer. Let them develop the story they want it to be. Let them work out the visual effects of it all. Just be excited for it. I think it was probably a smart marketing-wise not to show too much. You know, It might have detracted from the Book of Boba Fett slightly, which is the main marketing push for Lucasfilm at this point as it comes out as a series later this month. So they don't want to overbear us with so much at some point. It's also the Disney Plus day overall. They didn't want to get lost in the weeds of all the other announcements that were happening. Marvel was just about to do a full-on, you know, big 11-minute announcement later on. Pixar just did, a like, a quick five-minute snippet of the things that are coming out. The Twitter thread was still running of things that are, you know, anticipated releases that are coming to the platform over the course of the next couple of years. You know, they just did it. They did absolutely what they needed to do. They did what they set out to do, and I think they achieved it. I think there's a lot to discuss. Uh, clearly, clearly, I think there's a lot to discuss in this trailer. And this, even, even if you want to call it a trailer, I think it's definitely a teaser. It teases you. Um, so uh, that's basically all of my thoughts for the for the Kenobi teaser. It got me super emotional again watching it. I, I'm very excited to see what overall, what it means for the Star Wars story and the mythology. And I can't wait to dive deep into each episode when they come out. Um, and uh, it's it's. I hope hope you stay along for the ride. Force Ghost Conversations is, is gonna be gonna be there every step of the way for all this stuff. So I'm I'm happy to give all my thoughts about it. So th- those are my thoughts about the teaser. What did you think at home about it? I would love to get your thoughts via our social media channels. So be sure to follow us wherever you can. Um, we're available on Twitter, of course, at Force Ghost Pod. We're available on Facebook, so follow our page there if you uh, have that social media platform. We're looking to expand to other social media platforms, too, so be on the lookout for when those are released as well. Um, so that will be coming in the very near future. Uh, and, of course, follow us uh, on every, I mean, wherever you get your podcast platform of choice. I know we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pretty much if there's a place where you can get a podcast nowadays, we're going to be available there. And if there and if there's a place where we're not available, let us know, and I will do my absolute best to get us on there one way, shape, or form. But that is all I had for this episode. I thank you all again for coming on this wonderful journey with us here. Uh, I, I have been teasing this episode for quite some time, and I'm glad that I was able to milk out a full, long episode of Forest Ghost Conversations about this one minute teaser trailer that is the joy of star wars at the end of the day the fact that we're able to talk about something that just means so much to us and is so impactful that even a minute of this wonderful saga that is pretty much just people talking behind the scenes about things that are cool to them and what they're most excited about for the upcoming series with some concept art in the background there's just so much to dive dive into discuss pick apart and uh, speculate responsibly as fans. So I hope that you're able to do the same. Again, if you want to check it out yourself, make sure that you have a Disney Plus account, which you can probably get very regularly. Nowadays, just sign up for a month or so if you really want to. But again, there's so much coming down the pipeline for Star Wars that you're probably going to want to stay in the know, one way, shape, or form. 
but that's all that we have for this week on Forest Ghost Conversations. Thank you all again for listening. I look forward to connecting with you on our social media platforms. And I hope that you have a great week. Take care, everyone. May the Force be with you.